This time on episode 344 of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., we discuss Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Season 7, Episode 11, Brand New Day, Weekly Marvel News, and your feedback. I'm Chris from Play Comics, a show where we look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material, a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other astonishingly geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. You have been granted clearance by director Alfonso Mac McKenzie. Stand by for a shield debriefing. All information to be discussed here is classified and may only be discussed among agents granted clearance by the S.H.I.E.L.D. director. Now it's time for your Schedule Debriefing. I'm Director S.P. I'm Agent Lauren. I'm Agent Haley. And I'm Agent Michelle. Welcome to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a Marvel Comic Universe fan show. This show is recorded on Thursday, August 6th, 2020, live from the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. studios and broadcast space-wide via www.geeks.live. Come and join our live chat as we record. Ladies, happy National Root Beer Float Day. Mm. Say that again. National Root Beer Float Day. Root root beer. I have never once heard it pronounced like that. Are you Canadian? You've been hanging out with Steven too much. I'm from Minnesota. I was born in Brooklyn, but I don't have that accent because I was, grew up I, from Minnesota. So that's where things are. It, there's slight Canadian. So would you say you're just a kid from Brooklyn? Yes, <laughs> I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I've been hanging out with Steve Rogers. And, yeah. Okay. I haven't had one of those since I was a kid. Used. A and W root beer. See, I like mine with Barks root beer because it's it's a little like it's got bite. I know that the phrase is stupid. Barks has bite, but it's pretty true. It's good stuff. I don't drink a lot of sugar anymore, so when I do, I tend to go off the beaten path, and I actually get some homemade stuff if I can. There's a root beer stand that's literally called root beer stand here, root beer stand, whatever you want to <laughs> pronounce it as, and that's what I get is really good stuff. You can brew it. A lot of microbreweries have their own root beer. Yeah. Not going to lie. One of the reasons that I want to learn to home brew is to make my own root beer and birch beer and ginger beer. Yes. Love me some ginger beer. I don't. I've had it. Maybe I just haven't had the right kind. Maybe I'll like yours. You're supposed to have it with a lot of vodka. Yes. Cock and bull ginger beer. You can usually find it in the mixer section. And it's really, really good, especially the cherry one. All right, I'll have to go do that. As far as the root beer floats, though, I didn't know where they originated from. And thanks to our friends over at the National Day Calendar, I do now know that allegedly they can be traced back to Cripple Creek, Colorado, which I have been to because I used to live in Colorado. And I went to Cripple Creek after they became a gambling town. And I won 75 bucks at nickel slots there. So mm-hmm. I'm really fond of Cripple Creek. <laughs> How much did you spend in order to win that much? Five bucks. Nice. It's nickel slot. So, I mean, even if you have a bucket of nickels, it's not going to cost that much. 
Okay. All right. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, we're going to get on with the rest of the show. Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a fan-based podcast on the ABC television show Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. One last time. And the multiple Marvel small screen series and the Marvel cinematic and comic book universes in general. Because of acting against type. If you'd like to talk to us about acting against type, you can visit our website, legendsofshield.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail about acting against type at 844-THE-BUS-1. That's 844-843-2871. You can find us on Facebook at Legends of Shield Podcast. We're on Twitter at Legends of Shield. Our videos can be found on YouTube at youtube.com slash gunnageek. You can tell your Amazon device to enable Legends of Shield skill. And remember, Legends of Shield is a proud member of the gunnageek.com network. And also, if you want to join us with the rest of the gunnageek.com network, you can join our Discord server at gunnageek.com slash Discord. Well, it's an unusual week because I don't have to explain where everybody is because we're all here. (gasps) Yay. It's a very full bus today. Yeah. And that was after everybody wasn't on the podcast last week and I was saved from having to do a solo show or should I say our listener was saved from having to listen to me the entire time because the Guinea Geek owner Steven came along. So I just want to thank him one last time for the amazing job that he did last week. Thank you, Steven. Don't you mean, what is it? The deputy director of temporal rubber ducks or something? I don't know. He gave himself such a long title. And if you actually follow the title, it literally is something menial, like shoe shiner, maybe pedicurist or, you know, something in the office that would be a menial job. He's the shield Manny Petty guy. <laughs> I can't wait to get my Manny Petty from Anyway, so thank you very much, Stephen. We really appreciate that. And with that, we are going to get on with this penultimate episode. I'm going to call it penultimate, penultimate episode of Agents Mm -hmm. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 11, called Brand New Day, was broadcast on ABC August 5th, 2020, and put on Hulu on August 6th. 2020. Haley, who directed the episode? This was directed by Keith Potter. He has only two directing credits starting in 2016, and those credits are one episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Slingshot and two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Can we take a second here? Because he only had one other episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then Slingshot, and I think he did a great job. What do you guys think? Yeah. 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 All right. I really dug this episode. Me too. Way to go, Keith. And we. Look forward to more of your stuff in the future. Unfortunately, it won't be with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, Lauren, who wrote this episode? This episode was written by Christopher Freyer, who has three writing credits starting in 2012. The Letter and the Titus Initiative, which are both shorts. And then this episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. However, he's also been a production assistant for 26 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. going back to 2015. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has had the same showrunner for all seven seasons, husband and wife team, Marissa Tancron and Jed Whedon. And last week we talked about, Stephen and I talked about how unusual that is to carry all seven seasons with the same showrunner. So again, my congratulations are out to this team. Woohoo! Way to go. 
All right, season seven, episode 11, titled Brand New Day. Colson said the thing in the middle of the episode, and we often equate the theme of the episode to the title of the episode. We haven't had Haley here for a while to give us her great insight in it, so I'm looking forward to what she has to say about Brand New Day. They were supposed to break out into song and do the Dr. Horrible song, but it got cut for time. But that's where the name of the episode came from. I think Lauren would agree with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I will talk about it. Actually, there's not really that much to talk about later in terms of this. When I was live tweeting it, I pointed out a couple of Dr. Horrible references. One scene that I'm really, really sure is a reference to Buffy and Angel. So yeah, I agree with Haley. It's totally a Dr. Horrible reference. Also, there's the whole thing of, you know, we've been talking for a while about, okay, how does their time travel work here? And I've been a very, very vocal advocate that it's a whole new timeline. And that's sort of what Cora mentions in this episode. So for them, it is a brand new day. They're not getting back to their universe. This is a whole new timeline. It's all new from here on out. Well, we don't know that. What they're trying to do is actually get back to their time stream. So they could happen. Allegedly, that's what they're trying to do. I don't know if they will or not, but that's what they're trying to do. But Michelle, there was one other thing that Colson actually said about Brand New Day, and that is that Colson and Agent May, they have superpowers now, and that Colson's talk actually needs to be given by May. So that's a Brand New Day, right? I suppose. Well, that's why he said it's a Brand New Day. It's because I have superpowers. I could talk to computers. I'm a hacker. I have so much to say about that, actually. <laughs> And then May is, she's given the talk because she did the whole thing with Yo-Yo and whatever. It's sensitive. May is actually working. So that's the brand new day there. Now, I know what Lauren is uh, excited to say. So we're just going to go right into it. So Hacker Colson. Yeah. So when, you know, Sybil is, has infected the computer is breaking in and May asks if Colson can read. You know, the the background matrix letters that are going on. And he's like, I don't know, because she may remember he mentioned being code. And it turns out, yeah, he can speak computer now. So he's there being the team's hacker. He acknowledges to May, no, I'm not the person who gives the big emotional speeches anymore. You are because you can actually feel people's emotions. So I started thinking about it and we've had such a shuffle of team roles since the beginning of the show we have mac as the leader we have daisy going from being the hacker to basically taking may's place as the heavy hitting second in command we have may now with superpowers basically as one of the emotional centers of the team we have colson being the hacker we have fitz and simmons They went from just adorable little lab nerds to complete badasses who are trying to save a timeline. We had Deke right now, who, when he first showed up, I was like, oh, this guy. And he also turns out to be one of the hearts of the team. So there's just the shuffling of team roles. And it kind of fits into the theme this episode of everybody, everything's changing. This is the last mission, blah, blah, blah. It had me really excited and nostalgic and i think i'm going to have to do a complete rewatch after this series is done (laughs) there is a lot that pans back to season one i've watched season one when i was playing out the garage earlier this summer before this season started and i'm glad i did because 
there's just a lot of references throughout the entire series, but especially season one. So that's awesome. Now you mentioned the science babies, you mentioned Fitzsimmons and Haley, you said that you wanted to talk about it and I can, I think I know where you're going with it, but I'm going to give you the floor here. Tell us about fit. Cause we have not seen Fitz until this episode. We finally get to see Fitz. Haley, the floor is yours. Okay. So back when this season started, I think I had said, we were trying to figure out like how long were Fitzsimmons working on this before they did the time travel. And we came to the conclusion that it was probably years. And I believe I said at the time, I think they had a baby. I think there's a little science baby baby out there. And I think that even more now, because Fitz had said like he wanted to live some life before they did this time travel business. And I think part of living that life is that they had a kid. And that's one of the things that that Gemma is so broken up about is because she left a child behind. And she doesn't know if she'll be able to get back to that child what, with everything that they're doing with the timeline. That was the essence of Continuum, of how Continuum ended, by the way. And I'm going to spoil the show for everybody. But yeah, that was the fact that the mom couldn't get back to her child. Very, very rough. That is one way to take it. I'm just going to continue my hypothesis, because Stephen allowed me to do it last week, is that it could be, blood work could be that one of them probably fits, has some sort of incurable disease. Yes, I think that too. Yeah. That seems to be a lot of the guessing that I saw on Twitter last night. But if you take your meaning of it, Haley, then the blood work could be a pregnancy test. So yeah, the nine months beforehand, hey, a lot of couples do it. They live what they can of their life with the woman being pregnant they live what they can until the baby comes so yeah that is entirely feasible i just had a co-worker two co-workers actually they both work in my building and she had a baby and beforehand they went out and they had a what do they call it a baby moon they had a baby moon and this was pre-pandemic they had a baby moon down in florida so they went down to the keys had fun down there so a lot of people do that I like that theory a lot more than, oh, Fitz has been dead all along, because that seems obvious. Like, if they go that way, it seems a little too obvious to me. Also, how many times are we going to kill Fitz? Come on. There is also that. Yeah. He's like the Daniel Jackson of the show. (laughs) So I was looking at his IMDb page to figure out why he hasn't been on the show really a lot for the last few years. And it's like he hasn't done anything else either. I remember hearing a rumor. And this was on one of those like blind item websites. So take it with just all the grains of salt. But there was a rumor that he and Elizabeth Henstridge don't really get along. Again, rumor from several years ago. The talk on Reddit is that his schedule was different, but I also went to IMDb and I didn't see anything, but I didn't know if it would have been like uh, a play. Maybe I, I don't know. And they weren't supposed to, season six and season seven wasn't supposed to happen. So if you are a working actor and you want to do something else, I could see, oh, sorry, I booked this and it was just too late to change something. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, I was expecting to see like another series or a couple movies or something. And it's like, oh, that's why he's not here because he moved on. I did not hear the whole they don't get along. Like I said, it was... I saw it years ago on a blind item website and okay. I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear that. Yeah. 
at the same time, I think that blind item, it was like some star of these two, the the two co-leads or two of the romantic characters don't like each other. I don't know. It could also have been about Castle, which we know is substantiated. Anyway, sorry. I like to read garbage blind items when I can't sleep. Sometimes <laughs> you get some good stuff out of that. So, Michelle... We have a Quinjet in space scene, and it came about because Daisy knew she had to do something that was out of the normal, so Sybil couldn't predict what she was going to do, but yet we find out, in case anybody was paying attention all along, we find out that Daisy is the only S.H.I.E.L.D. team member, which does include Deke, because he has flown a Quinjet that has not, Daisy has not flown the Quinjet. So, Michelle... How was she thinking of getting into space? Well, it's one of those things. I think it was one of those, well, if Dee could do it, I could do it. I mean, how difficult could it be? I just see them flip buttons. It's not like the Zephyr, like Maine needs to pilot the Zephyr. This is just the Quinjet. You flip a couple of buttons. You're just like a monkey and you eventually you hit the typewriter enough. You get Shakespeare. I have some serious problems with a lot of stuff here. One of the things is that the Quinjet flying in space, because in that season finale last year, when Deke was flying the Quinjet, he reached underneath the Quinjet to fix some of the power regulators, which was open to the ground down below, which means it was not airtight. So how can the Quinjet be in space and be airtight. So that's one nitpick I have there, but we'll let that one go because the Quinjet Magnets. has flown in space before. Yeah. Right. The other nitpick I have specifically is so Suze's up there with him. He's floating around. So, oh, my tummy. You know, he's weightless for the first time and doesn't really have any reference. At least we would have reference to, oh, you go to space and you're weightless and you might get seasick or basic or whatever. But he doesn't know any of that. So he's like, oh, and then. So Deke looks at him, or uh, not Deke, but Mac looks at him, and then he and he flips a couple of switches. I freeze framed those switches because I'm like, is there a artificial gravity switch on the Quinjet? Nope, there isn't. Also, why would there be? Because it's not designed to go into space, right? So there was the switches were an alt norm set was switched to auto feather. And then there was another alt norm reset was set to prom sync. So those were the two switches that Mac threw, just in case anybody's wondering. I have no idea what any of that means. You don't have to. It's yeah. just no, there was no, I'm turning on the artificial gravity switch. <sighs> now, we have had Quinjet in space. I just mentioned that before. And it ironically was Daisy's boyfriend in space. I saw someone on Twitter mention that they were having like, they were remembering Lincoln all of a sudden and getting really emotional. And I wasn't early because I didn't care about Lincoln, but. Well, they did bring Lincoln up when they were talking about team members that they would like to have back. And Trip. Cora was trying to say, okay, let's bring all these people back. And she even mentions Grant Ward. Well, Grant Ward's on the kill list. But anyway, going back to the Quinjet, my favorite moment is the Mac being dad to Sousa, giving the dad's the dad speak about like what's your intentions toward daisy <laughs> uh, i was just like that is just so mac 
I love that moment. It was really good. You know, Mac has had some amazing director moments this season, aside from the fact that, you know, his, his parents died and he had to deal with that whole thing. But he's had some amazing leadership moments. And one of the things that really threw me in this episode is that Sousa called him sir. Like, Sousa is probably, in my mind anyway, pretty equivalent to Mac. Now, Mac's the director, but he, Sousa, is deferring to Mac as the leader and Mac just runs with it and he's become more and more director like since the whole thing with his parents and I don't know if that's writing or just the Mac progression all along but he's really been a director here. Well, Sousa was only ever an agent of Shield. He wasn't uh I mean he might have been a high-ranking agent, but it's not like he was a director or anything. Yeah, we we've established Sousa as like the ultimate backup guy. Okay. I mean, he was going to take down Hydra. Well, no, he's going to get killed. Yeah, right. Uh, talking about people that get killed all the time, Coulson, he comes back with a vengeance. He figures out he has another superpower. It's not just the Chromacon LMD body that he has, but he now can hack, and he goes toe-to-toe with Sybil for a while until Sybil hatches her plan and gets inside. Are we going to see Coulson hacking anymore in the finale? Probably. No, I don't think so. They have ships bombing. I, I think he's going to plug a cable into some body part. <laughs> it's going to do an Independence Day. That'd be cool. Oh, no. <laughs> this is really going to be solved by a Coke can. Like, that's what I remember yes. from that whole thing. Yep. <laughs> Shooting the Coke can. Can you place it up there? Can you yeah. place it up there, please? Yeah. And it was Alec Baldwin that tried to shoot it, right? Yeah. Or not Alec Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin, the crappy guy. Yeah. Jane. Before crappy. we knew he was a... He yeah. is he a is terrible old. person. Yes. Yes. Like, the actor himself is a horrible human being. Okay. I didn't know that. I'll have- I know. Like, things you wish you never knew. Yeah, yeah. Things that I wish I could unlearn. But what you gonna do? Sousa has fun calling Quake by her superhero name once he figures it out from Matt Quake. You're going to put a little cue on your utility belt. I thought that was cool because it, it takes whenever I hear utility belt, I go to X-Men for whatever reason in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I don't know. I thought that was a cute little moment. They're adorable. It was pretty adorable. Cora had some amazing moments of just using her powers. You could tell that she had fooled everybody and, and nobody was fooled, really. They were just allowing it to play out. I think May did some good before Cora left, but it's hard to tell because she does end up with Nathaniel at the end. Yeah, May shows Cora Jang's dead body. And that was actually a super emotional moment. I really, really loved that. And uh, May tells her, look, Nathaniel did this. She died protecting your sister. Nathaniel was attacking Daisy when Cora was like, oh, she had to, he had to have had a reason. He had to have had a reason. And maybe it's because I read a lot of Am I the Asshole on Reddit, but it's just like, oh, no, sweetie, you're in a bad relationship. You are in a very toxic relationship. All, this is all justifying stuff that I have read over and over and over. Please leave him. So I'm guessing she's going to be the one to kill him next episode. Yep. I hope so. Although I did see in the previews a fight that Nathaniel, I don't think, was in. Cora was definitely in it. No, Nathaniel was in. Cora wasn't in it. 
That's right. Lots of stuff to come before we get to predictions. One last thing. Deke, he tries to play a little Die Hard. And one could argue that he played it well because in Die Hard, Bruce Willis gets beaten up like terribly. And I think Deke got beaten up terribly. So I think it was close enough, but Deke didn't save the day. But on the upside, Deke also didn't have to walk barefoot across broken glass. So I'd call that a win in my book. There was broken glass there because Nathaniel had thrown something through the door. But he didn't walk barefoot through it. That we know of. Anything else from the episode? The Buffy Angel moment that I was mentioning specifically was when we're having the flashback in Simmons's mind and she keeps saying, I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget. Everybody who saw oh, yeah. yeah, Buffy, I think season four, Angel season one, there was that whole episode where Angel got a ring that let him be human and walk around in the day, but it was going to like cause the end of the world. Then they basically made a deal so that like the past 24 hours would be rewound and he and Buffy had been happy for all of like a day and she's like clinging to him saying I don't want to forget I remember you know high school me cleaning my room and bawling so yeah I remember that moment I saw that I'm like it's that moment (laughs) we really don't know where Fitz is still no we don't know where or when or if he's still alive or not but we actually see Ian DeCassiker on screen so that was a bonus for this it only took us more than 10 episodes with only two left and we also got Enoch back in the flashbacks that was awesome to have Joel back for the flashbacks and not only Joel but the I forget the actor's name but the one that Enoch the body, the face that he took at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. So they didn't forget about that. They brought that back. So I thought that was, that was pretty cool too. Now I want to give one last shout out to season one was you guys remember when they were in, I believe it was the hub. There was a map of all the shield bases. Yes. That was the same map that they showed in the lighthouse when they were looking at all the shield bases. They said hi to the hub, and then all the other <laughs> shield bases were destroyed. Yep, one at a time. And that's kind of strange, because you t- think of Independence Day, and you know they all went after the cities simultaneously, but yet they're sh- destroying the bases just one at a time. Time zone difference. We also see the Triskelion <laughs> blow up again, so the last time we saw that blow up was Winter Soldier, so it's pretty cool. All right. Since this was a de facto the penultimate episode because it's a two-hour finale next time, let's talk about some predictions. How is the show going to end? We're going to start with Haley because you usually have some pretty good ones. So I think we're going to see a science baby baby. I don't think they're going to get back to their timeline. I think they're going to be in a new timeline, and that's just where they're going to be. I think Mac and uh, Yo-Yo are going to retire. And go live a happy life together. I think Daisy is going to be in charge of a new shield. Or sword. Oh, sword would be good. But if it's a new timeline, we're not going to get sword in conjunction with Captain Marvel. No, but they could just be like, we, you know, shield is gone. We need something else to protect us from external threats because we accidentally made a timeline that doesn't have superheroes in it. Yeah, I still think the whole Avengers things is still too sweet for them not to use with Enver. Yeah, Sousa, but we'll see if we get that or, or not. Last week, I talked all about how 
this is definitely setting it up for another timeline to make sure that you've erased the Inhumans and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from the MCU. So as far as the MCU is concerned, none of this ever happened. And I could definitely see them wanting to end that way so they don't have to explain it and bring it forward in Disney Plus and with the MCU. I think that sucks. It's seven years of an amazing show. Here is a show that was advertised to be tied in. It was, it was part of the, you know, hashtag it's all connected. And halfway through the first season, its entire premise gets blown up because of Winter Soldier. And here's a show that had to completely reinvent itself because of what happened in the movies. And we ended up getting not only just a great superhero show, but a good television show for a good solid seven years. I mean, it had bumps and such, but it was a good show for a good solid seven seasons. And to just erase it. I mean, it's not like it's Netflix. This was on ABC. This is a character that was in the Avengers. They've made a couple of references to Coulson dying and such. I think it's just a slap in the face. Not only to the fans, but also just everyone involved in the show. Like, let's just erase you from the MCU because you've become inconvenient to our ultimate corporate plan. I don't disagree. I just see that as a possibility of happening. I don't see why it's necessary, though, because I don't feel like they've done anything in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that they're going to want to revisit. They're, like, it's not like they've used any major characters that they're going to be like, oh, well, we want to do something different with that character and we can't because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. exists. So I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was in the same universe up until they started doing time travel. And now they're in a different timeline and they may or may not in the show in a different timeline. But I don't see why it undoes what we've had before. The big thing is the Inhumans, both in the Inhumans series and in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. One of those I can forget. They can use mutants now, so they don't have to do anything else yeah. with Inhumans. Yeah, that's exactly my point, is that they don't want to bring any reference at all of the Inhumans into the MCU. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you could not reference it, and that doesn't mean it doesn't exist within the universe. It's very difficult to... S- understand how disney wants to proceed especially since the inhuman series was such a flop i don't know i don't know what decisions that they're making now i I do know that kevin feige probably wouldn't want to do that but who knows so Haley, you've had your stance on what's going to happen lauren we'll go with you i have read a lot of theories that i sort of agree with on oh it's going to end with them coming back to the main movie universe and the main movie universe is now the split from the timeline. I don't, I, okay. I am a star Wars fan. Star Wars infamously had the old expanded universe that went on for like, I don't know, 20 some years, 30 years. And once the sequel movies came out and they were like, okay, no, there's too much here. It's going to be too inconsistent we're going to just start over and just kind of pick and choose what we liked from the originals. The stories that I liked, that I loved, are still there, and I can go back and reread them and stuff. It's just not anything to do with what's currently going on. And that's a little bit how I feel about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is it's its own pocket universe. Because the whole it's all connected never materialized as much as I think they wanted it to. And I'm not sure they're ever going to come back to 
to come back to play in that pocket universe again due to network deals and due to just all sorts of behind the scenes stuff, which is a shame because like Michelle said, there was so much good stuff that they were able to build on in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's like, I know how I would proceed with it, but it doesn't really make sense given how it's all proceeded up till now. So I'm genuinely at a loss as to how it's going to end next week. Michelle, floor is now yours. There's going to be a space battle. I actually want Coulson to die. This started with him coming back to life. I want Coulson to die. I want him to finally be at peace. And I know that's going to hurt May. And that's probably, this is not probably a popular opinion, but I don't care. Let him go. Let Coulson go and be. And that way, Mac and Yo-Yo drive off in the sunset. Fitz and Simmons live in some sort of weird Omicron space. I don't know. But, but we're definitely going to get space battle. There you go. There's my prediction. Yeah, I did mention before the framework is still available, so Fitz and Simmons could live happily ever after. Oh, uh, no, 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 no framework. No more fra- no framework, no LMDs, just no. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. The one thing that I would love to say that I know, but I don't know anymore, is that the showrunners, when they were filming the final season, said, we're going to bring back Ghost Rider. We haven't seen Ghost Rider yet. So we could get Ghost Rider or a flashback of Ghost Rider in the finale. I kind of think like the last few minutes, there's going to be a montage of where are they now? And that might be where we see Ghost Rider. (laughs) Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Montage. Sure. It's been a fun seven years. It really has. And I can't wait for the ending. All good things. Yeah, I love the next generation on Star Trek. I love that. And it ended after seven years with an episode called All Good Things. I know I've mentioned it before. It was a good series. It ended. There are other good series that end. And this has been a great series. And I just can't wait to see how they choose to tell the story of ending it. Now, could it ruin the series for me? Maybe. But I'm thinking probably not. There's just too much invested here. Yeah. As long as they don't pull a Game of Thrones, I'll be reasonably happy. Yeah. As long as, you know, we don't see Coulson with a blue horn outside of May's window. I'll be fine. Uh, (laughs) Right. You can pick your bad series, your series that you're watching all along. And then you've had a rough ending for me. Chuck comes to mind. I know it's controversial, but I didn't like the way that I stand by you're wrong about Chuck. Okay. Well, (laughs) you might think that, but in my mind, I'm never going to watch Chuck again because I did rewatch it and you're wrong. Okay. I stopped watching in like season two. I have no dog in this game. Well, the bottom line, Haley, is whatever you think is what you're going to think and whatever I'm going to think is what I'm going to think. That's the beauty of having an opinion that you can have the opinion no matter what. And it doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. In your own mind, you're always right. Well, that's what we're going to get next week is the finale. Actually, it's two episodes. They are named season seven, episode 12. The end is at hand and season seven, episode 13, the finale what we're fighting for. That's all next week.
We have a couple of news items. First, we have a director for Captain Marvel 2. This makes me so happy. Nia DaCosta, who has directed the new Candyman movie, which was supposed to be released this summer, got pushed back to October 16th of this year. Probably going to be on streaming. But anyway, it looks fantastic. She's going to be directing Captain Marvel. She will be the first black woman to direct a Marvel movie and the second black person to direct a Marvel movie after Ryan Coogler, who directed Black Panther. And her debut movie, Little Woods, stars and I think it was produced by Tessa Thompson, Valkyrie. And that's currently streaming right now. Well, that makes me happy. The next news piece isn't that happy because we have some awful allegations. So this came out during Comic-Con. Peter Shinkoda, who played Nobu in Daredevil, has alleged that Jeff Loeb made some pretty racist comments against Asian people. There was a hashtag save Daredevil panel at Comic-Con at home this year. And in it, he mentioned that Nobu and Gao had more significant storylines, but that Jeff Loeb just kept cutting them and cutting them and cutting them and saying, nobody cares about Chinese and Asian people. He's also on the record as having shut down Danny Rand being either Asian American or mixed race Asian. And he showed up to Comic-Con in 2018 in a culturally sensitive, very culturally sensitive karate outfit for the Iron Fist panel there. I am on the record on this podcast as really not liking Jeff Loeb. And this doesn't really surprise me. Was it part of this news about how they did not get invited to the premiere? Of- that was one of the things. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, it, the article is worth reading. Peter Shinkoda has talked about it on his Twitter and it sucks. I can't help but think that maybe stuff like this is why Marvel TV ended in addition to ratings and storylines and stuff like that across the board, not just with Netflix, but I can't help but think that Disney wanted to move off of that. So they restructured stuff to push some people out. Maybe it's wishful thinking on my part. I don't know. Anyway, I would expect to see some Disney plus news in the future as to streaming certain things. I know we talked about some of the series coming out and Maybe they're in limbo right now or they've been pushed back and stuff like that. But stay tuned to the podcast as we talk what's next in the MCU, including Disney Plus. I think we got to include Disney Plus from now on. Yep. All right. So with that, let's move on into some feedback. So we have a little bit of feedback from Twitter this week. First off, from the Marvelous Madams at Marvel Madams. With this timeline restoration talk, I'm trying not to imagine Sousa slowly disappearing like Marty McFly, but I'm scared. Yeah. Not just Sousa. You got Deke. You got Daisy now. Mac. Yeah. Mac was still born, though. But Mac was raised in a different environment. It may lead him away from S.H.I.E.L.D. Right, but he wouldn't disappear. The whole team could be Marty McFly fade away. (laughs) That's the real end of the series. And then you see, like, what the alternative timeline is where they are instead. (laughs) Would you be okay with that ending? No, I would be furious. Only if Coulson's a history teacher. (laughs) With his adopted daughter, Daisy. 
Would it be the cellist as his, his companion? No, it's me. Okay. It's gonna be We also have from at Adana Girl on the discussion of Liliana 81 mentioned seeing, thinking that Sousa was wearing suspenders and it's actually like a, a gun holster. And Adana Girl said, you can see during the flirting scene at the end of the episode that they're like a gun holster like Jack Thompson wore. I guess when Simmons got taken, he put it on to be ready for action. Before he got the new prosthesis, he used a belt, one on his right side so he could draw with his right hand, since his left was occupied with his crutch slash cane, might have made it hard to use his right hand to draw from a shoulder holster on the left side. I know nothing about guns, so I'm guessing. I don't know about carrying guns, so but that all seems kind of viable to me. He was really quick on the draw when Simmons was being taken. He had the gun with him and he was ready for action. I think he's had it on the whole time. And as a former Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. himself, before he joined the team here, I don't blame him. Uh, especially when, I forget when it was, like two episodes ago, he's like, do you guys ever get a down day or something like that? And Daisy was like, no, no, we don't. It's pretty much been nonstop around here. So he must have took that to mean I got to be ready at all times. They've beat the chronic comms in the first 10 minutes of the episode. And then it, it's just it's an hour, 50 minutes of them having a party at the beach just in real time. I will watch that. <laughs> the same Tahiti Beach. Yes. That they dropped Colson and May off of 100 percent. All right. Uh, we also have from YouTube a comment on last week's episode, the video with just SP and Steven. American Liberty says, I would prefer to shield for shield to turn the tables and go on the final offensive. They have the time travel device. They are off the Chronicom's time loop. How about a complete reset? Give back in time before S.H.I.E.L.D. fell, take out the coup players, and save S.H.I.E.L.D. from disaster. Ending of the show. Have Gemma and Fitz meet Daisy for the first time at a party thrown by Enoch. They break up the conversation by bowing out. They have to get back to take care of their newborn, Deke. Enoch casually walks around, thanking other guests for attending. The married couple, Colson and May, etc., etc. Gemma and Fitz having Deke as a direct son, that would be different <laughs> because he's a grandson. Yeah. Including, he had that Nana moment. Nana? Yeah. Yep. We also had an email from 084. Thank you very much for that. So it's a little longer than I want to read completely on air, but I'll read the last paragraph. We've got a great finale coming for us, with S.H.I.E.L.D. literally being wiped off the map. Most likely, Peggy Carter is dead, along with Howard Stark, Hank Pym, people who laid the foundation for the MCU. We can no longer speculate that the new timeline being made this season is going to lead to Infinity War or Endgame or whatever. This show is going to go out on its own terms, and I really love that. That's one way to look at it, where you don't have the preset timeline out there, and they can end whatever. So they are still in 1983. There was the 1983 time tunnel intro that they had at the beginning. So they're not in the 90s, the 2000s. They're not in present day. They're in 1983. The time monolith is still around. And so would the timepiece be? Right. I'm just saying as the finale starts, they're in 1983. So whatever happens in the future depends on what they do. So I want to say thank you to 084. I want to say thank you to everybody that's been tweeting us back and forth. It's been hilarious to watch. I let it happen last night. 
because Lauren was doing such a great job. I just let her go. And then I, I think I chimed in on my own account on the, mm-hmm. uh, on the breaks, but Lauren, you were doing a great job last night. So thank you everybody for doing that. Lauren, are you planning on doing a live tweet for the two hour finale? I am. So usually my Wednesday schedule lately has been watch AEW Dynamite Wrestling and then change the channel at 9 p.m. Central time here. So next week, I'm actually just going to be recording AEW and just be there ready and waiting for S.H.I.E.L.D. So, yes, I am excited. I think we all are excited. So with that, we're going to do something completely unpredictable and we're going to get out that way whatever that way is. We're going to go up in the space. Yeah, let's go up in space. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. We really appreciate all the comments, all the great reviews on Apple podcasts and on Podchaser. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. And we can't wait to watch the finale with you next week. Thank you to everybody who has tweeted us, who is live tweeting along with us, who is doing their own live tweets, you know, in various different time zones whenever you watch it. Next week is the last Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. live tweet. I've got a lot of emotions. I'll see you all there. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone that's listening and who has been watching this show with us for seven years now, I would like everyone, like, I know not everyone has sent in feedback over the the course of seven years. Some people just listen to the podcast, but I think next week is the time. Let us know what you think of the finale. Even if you've never tweeted us or emailed us or anything before, do so next week. Yeah, thank you to everybody who listens. And remember, the show will go on even after the Shields finale. We have so much stuff to watch. <laughs> the show meaning Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., not Agents yes. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Well, yeah. that will go on in our hearts. But. Oh, always. Yes. <laughs> Unless the ending sucks and then it's dead to us. Yeah. <laughs> think I've made my point clear on that. Anyway, until next time, I'm Director SP. I'm Agent Haley. I'm Agent Lauren. And I'm Agent Michelle. See everybody next time. Maybe we'll bring the shoe shiner with us. I don't know. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Believe in science. Stay six feet apart. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you want to leave us feedback, go to gunageek.com and you will find all our contact information and other shows. You can also visit legendsofshield.com where you'll find our complete archive of podcasts. The music heard on this podcast is by Kevin McLeod, found at incompetech.com and also artists on pond5.com and audiojungle.net. The opinions heard on this podcast are those of the individual hosts and do not represent Stargate Pioneer Productions, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., or Gunna Geek. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the property of the Disney Corporation, Marvel Studios, and ABC. No infringement is intended. Hello. Hello. Hi. My face is red. My face is red too, but that's because it's a little sunburn. I got out of the shower a little bit ago, so what makes me look less red? Yeah, oh, reminds me I need to go into my camera, reset everything. I changed it the other night because I was wearing a shirt that was just popping on 
gonna geek, I think. It was a Hawaiian shirt. So we're moving our daughter out tomorrow to college, to her college apartment. Fun. She got all IKEA flat pack furniture, which is in boxes in the dining room, ready to be loaded tomorrow morning and then put together once we get there, I guess. I don't know. And she decided to get this set from Ikea that was kind of a brownish wood color. Of course, it's not, you know, it's, it's full, but it's a wood color. Mm-hmm. Her other options were white and gray and black. She almost got the black, but she said, no, that's kind of a boy's color. So, yeah, I want to go with the wood color. So she got the wood color. She got the bed. She got the dresser. She got the nightstand. And I did this engineering thing. I, I took out engineering paper and I made sure that everything would fit in the room and drew everything to scale. I cut out scale pieces of furniture or whatever. Well, <laughs> the final thing that we had to get were drawers, storage drawers to go underneath the bed. They're a separate thing that you get. And we didn't know this. I don't know if Ikea knew this, but they discontinued the brown ash wood color everything so (laughs) we got the bed we got the dresser we got the nightstand but we never got the drawers and the drawers underneath they have to match the rest of the bed so we were trying to find them for a month and there were ones four to six to twelve hours away i'm like i'm not gonna (laughs) drive there eventually they'll come into stock i thought it was just a pandemic thing that they were out of stock and eventually they'd get more in and that would be that well i think it was monday maybe it was tuesday it's monday all of a sudden it was not on the website anymore and every time i kind of had saved the what url just to go directly to the url in case i wanted to order it it said file not found or discontinued i was like discontinued (laughs) that's nice so we could have done a couple of things we could have gotten another color could have done without the storage drawers but she was pretty insistent she's like no it it looks funny without the drawers i want the drawers I'm like all right so we bought the white drawers and then guess who had to make new drawer i don't even want to know what to call them drawer faces guess who had to make new drawer faces today um i was gonna say it's ikea just paint everything once it's there that might have worked but instead of doing that i actually because it's got the it wasn't just a a solid color it looked like wood grain so you can't really paint wood grain yeah you can i can't so you made them i did (laughs) i spent all day and that's why i'm a little bit summer and as I was out my front driveway, which is my wood shop, I guess, on a good day. <laughs> Just because the sawdust gets everywhere. I used to do it in the garage, but sawdust gets everywhere. So I'm like, let's just keep it outside. And that way I'll have to clean all the tools up, but I won't have to worry about the dust getting everywhere. So anyway, yeah, that's where I was all today doing that. And of course, you know, it took all day. So I didn't get to do anything that I wanted to do. I took today off of work because I knew the day before a move, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. But I also had things that I had planned that I wanted to do. So 
did I get to do them? No. Went wall to wall. Actually, from the time I got home from work last night and the decision was made to make these, then we had to go down to get Ikea to get the white drawers. We had to get the wood. I ended up getting the wrong size of wood, so I had to go to return that and get the right size wood. And by that time, it was too dark last night. So from this morning, from 8 o'clock in the morning, which is where I can start making noise in the subdivision, from 8 o'clock until like 7.30 is when I finished the first stain. So I'm going to do the second stain as soon as we're done here. I spent most of my day unconscious due to painkillers. Sweet! I am going to be having... Okay, today they submitted everything to insurance, so yeah. fingers crossed. Oh, so you never had your, your SI thing? The fusion? Not yet, no. Okay. We had to wait for... There's like all these steps you have to do before insurance will even consider it, so... Hopefully by tomorrow or Monday they'll have a surgery date and it should be soon. Oh, that would kind of suck for the show if it was uh, great for you, but suck for the show if if uh, it was like Wednesday or Thursday or Friday next week. I sincerely doubt it'll be, but yeah, if it is, go for it. Yeah, I'm. I just want this. I want to be able to do stuff again. I miss doing stuff. I've spent most of my day unconscious due to painkillers. Sweet! I am going to be having... Okay, today they submitted everything to insurance, so yeah. fingers crossed. Oh, so you never had your, your SI thing? The fusion? Not yet, no. Okay. We had to wait for... There's like all these steps you have to do before insurance will even consider it, so... Hopefully by tomorrow or Monday they'll have a surgery date and it should be soon. Oh, that would kind of suck for the show if it was uh, great for you, but suck for the show if if uh, it was like Wednesday or Thursday or Friday next week. I sincerely doubt it'll be, but yeah, if it is, go for it. Yeah, I'm I just want this. I want to be able to do stuff again. I miss doing stuff. I've spent most of my day unconscious due to painkillers. Sweet. I am going to be having, okay, today they submitted everything to insurance. So yeah, fingers crossed. Oh, so you never had your, your SI thing? The fusion? Not yet. No. Okay. We had to wait for, there's like all these steps you have to do before insurance will even consider it. So hopefully by tomorrow or Monday, they'll have a surgery date and it should be soon oh that kind of suck for the show if it was uh, great for you but suck for the show if if uh, it was like wednesday or thursday or friday next week. i sincerely doubt it'll be but yeah if it is go for it yeah i'm i just want this i want to be able to do stuff again i miss doing stuff i still haven't gotten my the gear that i will buy next I don't know what that's going to be, but it's it, it's not out yet. I'm waiting for it to come out, whatever it is. But the Roadcaster Pro is in it, and the Zoom L8 to L12 is, are not it either. So, still waiting. Okay. What about that big Zoom mixer recorder that Steven got? Yeah, the, that's the L12. Okay. And by Steven got, you mean SP bought it for Steven and shipped it right. to Steven? Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened there. 
I'm glad I did because that thing's very complicated. I don't know if I could have done an instructional video as good as he did on it. Did you go to San Diego last week because of the earthquake? No, we had a site that was supposed to get done before the end of the month, and we had sent somebody else there, and they were supposed to get photos of all of AT&T's equipment, and instead they got photos of all of T-Mobile's equipment. So <laughs> I got to leave at like, I left at like three in the afternoon, drove five hours there, took 20 photos, and then drove five hours home. Oy. Wow. And you were paid for all that time, right? Salary. <sighs> a blessing and a curse. Did you go to San Diego last week because of the earthquake? No, we had a site that was supposed to get done before the end of the month, and we had sent somebody else there, and they were supposed to get photos of all of AT&T's equipment, and instead they got photos of all of T-Mobile's equipment. So <laughs> I got to leave at like, I left at like three in the afternoon, drove five hours there, took 20 photos, and then drove five hours home. Oy. Wow. And you were paid for all that time, right? Salary. A blessing and a curse. Yep. Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is copyright 2013 through 2020.